He holds the truth of it. What does it symbolize? Paladin confidence hanging on a tree. Welcome, everybody, to the Modern Horrors Podcast, episode 97. My name is Luke Rodriguez. I've got Jacob Hopkins sitting right across from me. We are both from ModernHorrors.com. Jacob, there ain't shit going on this week. There ain't. Other than this little video, you know, called Fright Logic, episode oh. three with Baskin. Shameless plug. Shameless. Or, yeah, yeah, totally shameless, actually. <laughs> hey, we worked really hard on that one. Uh, that was been sitting on the back burner for a long fucking time. Yeah, so in case you uh, guys aren't uh, familiar, uh, we finished up episode number three of Fright Logic. Episode number one was Let Us Pray. Episode number two was Asmodexia. Episode number three is Baskin. And that's probably the most requested one that we've had, you know, ever. Far. So... Uh, we, we clocked in somewhere around 20 hours on getting this thing uh, knocked out. Jacob did a shit ton of research. Uh, I still don't know how he does it. Uh, but every time, my mind is equally blown while I'm recording the audio track. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go to YouTube, check it out. It's five minutes. It's free. Uh, and, uh, you know, share that shit if you like it. Please do. We would uh, appreciate it. 20 hours boiled down into five and a half minutes. It's almost a little disheartening, but I was super, <laughs> super excited about the the end outcome. So it kind of made up for it. Uh, so for those that have been catching up, I'm, I'm not going to make this a weird thing or anything. Make it weird. But okay. Let's, so get, I'm, let's get awkward. Okay. So I'm, I'm getting divorced. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's super weird now. Everybody's like, oh God, where are we going? But it's cool. But it's cool. So I'm, I'm talking to this other girl because I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking Romeo, right? So I'm already moving on. <laughs> just, just like that. This train keeps rolling, Jacob. So we're, we're talking and, uh, you know, I'm trying to test the waters, seeing like sure. how, how much of my fucked up, you know, uh, shit will, will fly here. Right. Like, hey, like I kind of like watching people getting disemboweled and decapitated. Are you into that as well? And uh, not in those words exactly. Sure. Uh, a little more graphic. But she's like, I'm not really into gore, I don't think. I'm like, well, that's cool. You know, it's not for everybody. I was curious. Though. I was like, so why? Like, what makes you think you're not into gore? Her response. <laughs> oh, no. Logan. 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 Like, like the, the movie Logan? The X-Men movie Logan. I haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't either. But I, okay. I, I'm guessing if we're talking about the benchmark for gore. It's probably a little lower. She's in for a rude awakening. Oh, God. I believe. <laughs> You're going to hit her with some heavy shit. What did Alex say on the uh, Belco experiment? An exploded hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's what, what I need to, uh, to, to do there. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be fun to keep an eye. I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes. The, the, the misadventures of Luke Rodriguez right. incoming. It's a new web series, a vlog oh series, the love, the love life of Luke Rodriguez. We're, we're definitely going to have some shit to talk about at the beginning of each one of these. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Fucking shit, man. Um, so, good thing for you, though. She's super into Lord of the Rings. So, after all of these years... Oh, shit, my girl! I'm going to have to buckle down and watch Lord of the Rings. Watch some fantasy dragon bullshit. I'm going to have to welcome. watch some fantasy we dragon bullshit. We will welcome you with open arms, Luke. So, I don't know. I don't know. Sacrifice, man. Sacrifice. <laughs> if you want some of that, you got to watch it. <laughs> so, we got a good show lined up. In round number two... Oh, I mean, let's be honest. This is, we got a mediocre show lined up sure. today. Sure. We've got a mediocre show that we're going to squeeze into some kind of magic comes out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so in round number two, we're going to be talking about a, a movie that we've been waiting for for a surprisingly long I've time. I've been excited about it for you, over a uh, year. You put this on my radar, yeah, like over a year ago because it's, yeah. 
you know, in that Nordic region. That's my jam, you which know. Which anytime a screenplay gets approved, your spider sense goes off. And you, just, <laughs> you sense it, right? <laughs> the Finns are making a movie. Hold on. <laughs> so the uh, the trailer for, uh, uh, I think it was just called Bottom at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or was it Lake Bottom and now it's just Bottom? Well, now it's Lake Bottom. God damn it, it's confusing. Now. Yeah, I know. So we're going to be talking about Lake Bottom in round number two. Uh, it's been at a bunch of different film festivals, but you know it's it's recently been acquired uh, for exclusive streaming rights by the friends at Shutter.com. So the homies, uh, the homies, the big homies. No, not, no, no, they're not the big homies. Not the big homies. Not the big homies. We've got him. Yeah, yeah. he's ours. <laughs> uh, so that, that's that's going to be a good thing. Um, and then in round number three, do we have questions or are we going to go straight into some sort of uh, game? We don't. No, sort? no questions. So okay. we may uh, we may try this quiz, uh, this weekly Reddit quiz. And see how bad we are at old classic horror movies because oh, I bet man. that's what it is. Oh, I man. bet. I mean, hell, we can't even. We're not even good at our own trivia questions. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so this podcast is brought to you by the Phantom Podcast Network, Phantom, as well as our podcast sponsors, uh, Joe Decker, mm. Alex Dinger, yes. Drew Marvick, Love him. and the big homie, the big homie, K Muck, K Muck. What we got? What else we have this week? Do we have anything else? Do we have some organ donors or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, donatelife.org. They're important. Go check them out. Uh, you know, for life and shit. Do that. To yeah. live. Kidneys, eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, phalanges. one of these days, one of these days, I'm gonna lose something, and I'm gonna need like, one of you motherfuckers to to, to <laughs> donate it. So, can you like donate appendages like as a dead person? Do they like take fingers and shit? Is that a possibility? I mean, I'm more interested you know? in if you can donate appendages as like a, a living person. I'm sure you could. Like, right. say I get my ring finger chopped off, and you're like, you know what, bro? Like, I don't think I need this mine. finger's been pissing me off for yeah, a while. Here, yeah, you, like, you, you can like have some? it. Like, they could probably do that, right? Maybe. I feel like money has to change hands for that that kind of thing. In like a Mexican <laughs> pharmacy somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. yeah they just <laughs> dope me up with some morphine, some opiates real hard, and they just chop that shit off. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got a lot to get to. So before we get to any of that, Jacob Hopkins, please, sir, take me through the news feed. Uh, so Todd Nunes. Uh, Nunes? Nun- how do we? Nunes. Nunes, yeah. The, what, all Through the House, I guess, is what he's best known for. Mm-hmm. Got a new project with... Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein of <laughs> the Misfits fame, and uh, interesting to say the least, right? This this new project. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's an interesting pairing, right? So uh, Todd well, yeah. Nunes is uh, like you just said from All Through the House, which I don't know if a lot of people watched All Through the House. It kind of got a a very quiet rollout, unfortunately. Uh, I did watch it. And I liked it a lot. I think it gave it like a six something. And yeah, for something right. that's like a shameless, you know, uh, old school throwback <laughs> slasher. Right. Like it's really good. And I got to tell you, piggybacking off of last week, there's a lot of cock stuff in it. <laughs> so, I mean, there's plenty to, to plenty to like there. We so, got some love for our defending of the cock. It's true. So I, true. I appreciate that. I so appreciate from, you're on board with from this From now on, from now on, uh, our, our year end awards are just going to be big, phallic, <laughs> veiny cocks. <laughs> With the award, like plaque on the bottom, like on the ball sack. Oh yeah, like, yeah, you know. super bad style. I like yeah, it. I triumphant like it. bastard. <laughs> triumphant bastard. All right, anyways, back to this fucking project. It's so easy to get distracted. Uh, so yeah, uh, all through the house guy is teaming up with the fucking guitarist from the Misfits. Uh, and I don't know how many of you guys are Misfits fans or if you've seen the Misfits, but this man is fucking swole, <laughs> and he's been swole for thirty five years. Right, just you know, I'm always thrown off and I don't know how because I'm not the biggest Misfits fan and like the, the army's coming to get me now but I I don't know how hard they party but I'm always amazed when 
hard rocking, hard partying musicians just stay swole for so fucking long? Like how? How do you do this? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. So, I mean, Danzig was the first, you know, a Misfits lead singer, and he was fucking jacked, too. Right. Uh, so it's like uh, just a thing with them. Like, I don't, I don't really understand. To be part of the band, you have to do this workout regimen. <laughs> you get a little <laughs> bit pudgy, you're fucking out. You're done. You're oh, 10% body fat, you're done, bro. So this movie is called Death Ward 13. I'm not feeling that name. Well, here's what's weird okay. is that Death Ward 13 is kind of a remake of Don't Look in the Basement. They're just calling it something else. Uh, something very confusing else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. How does that fit in? I'm very confused. I don't know. I have a feeling like it might be like a rights thing. I know the guy that did sure. Don't Look in the Basement, he's dead now. So I don't okay. know if maybe he owned the rights. Uh, so maybe they got like the rights to the screenplay or like the idea, the character or something, but they can't call it Don't Look in the Basement. I mean, I feel like you could always just work it around and let me know that a lot easier. Like, don't peek in the cellar or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I see what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know the story. I mean, I, I think it's probably going to be fascinating. I mean, I'm sure we could hook up with Todd and, and, and ask some questions if, if we wanted to. Uh, but but I am interested because the uh, what was his name again? Uh, uh, Doyle 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 Von, Von, <laughs> Wolfgang Von Frankenstein. Von Wolfenstein. Uh, <laughs> he's huge and he's going to be the killer. And from what I understand, like this is a very violent movie. Uh, okay. At least the idea of don't look in the basement was sure. super violent. Like failed lobotomies and oh. like lots of botched surgeries and all this no. nasty nasty shit. And from what I've seen of Todd Nunes in uh, all through the house, he's not afraid to do nasty all nasty right. shit. So. So hopefully this paired with a maybe a little bit bigger of a budget, maybe he can push the envelope a little bit more and deliver something, you know, that us gore hounds will appreciate. I am down to give it a go. Yeah. Put it that not? way. Yeah, sure. And hopefully the name is just a shitty name and they'll change it to something different. Well, there's already a poster. No, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Hey, that hasn't stopped people before. Sure, February. February. Yeah. Black Hawk's <laughs> daughter. Oh, yeah, come yeah. on, guys. Anyways. Let's talk about this next project that we had talked about. If you're a, a Patreon member, you might have seen us talk about it. And we weren't super kind to it then. But we got a new, uh, dare I say, better look at this project called Dead Awake. Yeah, and, and way better. So we, we got a, a trailer probably a couple months ago, I guess. Was it that long ago? I guess it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it definitely was. And we... Uh, we like hard said, pass. We hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> uh, but what makes this one interesting is from the writer and creator of the Final Destination franchise. Yeah. So take that for what it's worth. Sure. Either you're into that or you're not. <laughs> right. That's, that's fine. Uh, and, and this is basically a looks like a, a fairly well polished, uh, well acted, yeah. uh, you know, somewhat maybe familiar take on sleep paralysis. Definitely. We. We gave it a very hard time for what we saw the first time, which was a lot of this old hag being the sleep paralysis, just sitting on top of people, every bit of that trailer. And then this next one looks so much better. I think we only really get to see her a few times and only once sitting on top of someone. And when you do, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, a little bit of an epilepsy warning should be at the front of that because there's a lot of flashing <laughs> images on that one. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, it looked, like you said, more polished this time around than it yeah. did the first time. Maybe they just handed it to a better trailer editor. I don't fucking know. That shit matters, man. It really does. Like, that, like that's important. So, I don't know. I, I, I went from hard pass to, like, yeah, I'll watch that. I know. Not, not like I'm pumped, but, like, yeah, sure. And it leaves me torn, right? Because the two trailers leave me feeling two different ways. So, it's like, 
what does that actually mean for the movie itself? Yeah. I'm confused. So I got this weird, uh, and this is funny because I still haven't seen the movie, uh, but I got this weird Bye Bye Man vibe. From uh, yeah, Except yeah. this is, I think it's this is way more polished than Bye Bye Man. Sure. Uh, but I get, like, I feel like we could have a lot of the same problems with this movie very easily. Yeah. Actually, I guess the optimism for me comes from the fact that it may be better than what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Not that it's going to be good, but that it will just at least be better. Yeah, that's a sad, <laughs> sad not, state of affairs. It's not the best way to go about so it. So some people, I mean, this is a the the inclusion of Final Destination in the horror franchise is contested by many. Oh, anyway, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I I think I don't know if I put it there myself or not. Really? So I don't know what it means to have that writer on board. Okay. Um, other than like potentially really cool kills, but I don't think this is that kind of movie. It didn't seem like that kind of movie, right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's a lot, or at least it's starting to get saturated with this whole sleep paralysis, the genre. I agree. I agree. It, it feels like at first it was like this new idea. Now there's so many movies. So that's the big question for me, I guess, is what are you bringing new that everyone else hasn't already explored. Yeah, because you, and, and there's ways you can do it better than just like, hey, this movie is about sleep paralysis. Like we've seen some interesting implementations of sleep paralysis, right. like sort of as a an underlying subplot throughout the movie that you might not even realize that that's what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it, for what it's worth, the hag did look cool. Yeah, a little bit we saw. So. Yeah, like um, I, I mean, I think there was money put into this movie, and it looks like yeah. it. So. Or whatever money got put in, at least was used properly. Sure, maybe uh, that was on a new trailer house, or maybe it wasn't. I don't. Uh, we don't know. Look, I should have looked at. Who, did you happen to look and see who the director was? No, I mean I can do it real quick. Eh, I mean I don't know if it's that big of a deal. I was just curious if it was somebody we had uh, familiar with or if it wasn't. Yeah, let's give it a look real quick. All right. What the talk is this called again? Uh, Dead Awake. Not to no. be confused with Dead Alive. <laughs> okay. One of the okay. worst things that we've ever say, seen. Uh, <laughs> uh, Philip Guzman is his name. It doesn't ring a bell off the rip. Uh, he's known for such movies as... Or is it Alive Dead was the worst one? Then dead Alive of, is the Peter, the Jackson. Peter Jackson, which is yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. So it's Alive Dead. That's that worst shit oh, that we God. ever saw. Uh, a Kiss and a Promise? Nope. Don't know it. A Hit Call? Excuse me? Hit Call? <laughs> um, Desdomina? A Love Story? Oh, sexy. And The Lawless. So this guy is knocking out some heavy hitters. Clearly. <laughs> Oscar contingent every year. Uh, you know, Not to be a dick or anything, but no. Uh, to answer your question, no. We, okay. we, we don't know who this Fair guy enough. is. Fair uh, Ooh, boy, I saw some gnarly lightning behind your head. I'm about to get fucking Yeah, fried. you're right next to a window. You're going to be done. Speaking of Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were shitting on it, and now it's going to get you. Well, before it can get you, let's move and talk to these uh, these cool homies that are doing a really neat thing in the horror genre. And you've probably heard me and Luke talk about the, the fact that people don't want to spend money within the genre. So it makes it difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we got some homies over at this place called Defend Horror that are trying to kind of fix that in a really kind of unique way. Yeah, this is honestly one of the coolest projects I've ever come across since we've been doing this website. Just because it's so um, it's so selfless, right? Like, yeah, uh, I mean, we're just as guilty as as any of the other genre sites out there. Like, we're 
you're always kind of looking out for number one. You don't want to promote other people's shit over your own because it's a fine line you got to walk, right? So, <laughs> you got to be careful. Yeah, you don't want to send people to something else. Yeah, I mean, they never come back. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's an ugly side of the business, but it's it's a side of the business nonetheless. So, uh, Defend Horror is sort of doing something different. Like they're not competing with any sort of horror site or any sort of horror anything really. What they're doing is they're acting like a horror nonprofit. And I know that sounds crazy because there's no one else doing anything like it. <laughs> uh, but what they're doing is they have merch at their website, which I think is just defendhorror.com. I believe so, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and you can get stickers, shirts, uh, hats, you know, all kinds of cool shit. Uh, they're doing giveaways on their Instagram all the time. And any kind of money that they get from uh, merchandise sold or any anything else, any other kind of monetary gain they get, they take that and they pump it back into the Patreon accounts, Indiegogo, and Kickstarters of uh, indie horror projects. It's so amazing, too, because there are so many cool people trying to do cool projects in this genre that just can't because of the financial situation. And any little help sometimes can make the biggest of difference. And so the fact that they're doing that, that's uh, such a great thing, man. Like you said, selfish. selfish. And uh, I actually like... I am one of those people who love the horror genre, but not usually going to wear any of the horror shit. Yeah. Uh, but I actually like some of those shirts. I really do. Yeah, uh, I, I I do too. So don't be surprised if you see Jacob and I repping some of these shirts at, uh, at, at an event near you because it's important. Yeah. Um, it's important to promote just every bit as much as we ask you to share our shit. Like every once in a while, there's a project where, uh, you know, we, we want you to share their shit as well. And Defend Horror is one of them. So go check them out. Oh, that's a perfect segue, actually. We just talked about sometimes we don't hawk. We're guilty of not hawking other people's projects, uh, particularly podcasts, because sure. why would we do that? Sure, sure. Uh, but every now and then you're like, this is totally different, and there's plenty of room on your listening schedule for something awesome. And I think we got a glimpse of something awesome with this new project from Wondery called Inside Psycho. Yeah, uh, any time that an email comes through and it's personalized, it's a good start. It helps. It helps a lot. Right. Uh, just because, you know, like, dear journalist, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> like, ah, okay, so whatever. Members of the media. Right. For dear credentialed media members. <laughs> uh, so anytime that says, hey, Luke and Jacob, I think I've got something really cool for you. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it makes it a little bit. You perk up a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Because at least they look to see who the email's going to. <laughs> at least that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, funny story about that, actually. So a, lo- a lot, a lot of what these, what these, uh, distributors will do is uh, they just have like an automated list, like a MailChimp or something like that. And they'll just scrape the first name off of your email address yes. and then put it on there. So I get so many emails that says, hello, modern. Are you- <laughs> God damn it. Good job, guys. Good job. Uh, bad start. Bad start. Uh, but anyway, this podcast is basically, uh, it- is it? It's like part podcast, part like audio drama, yeah. part like documentary, sort of audio mentory. Like I, I don't know. That's that's probably the best way I would, de- if I had to describe it. That's how I would go about it. We listened to a little bit. Uh, we haven't got to listen to the whole thing yet. What we did here, we thought was produced very well. Uh, you've really kind of felt like you were in that moment. And they're going to go through the whole entire history of the film Psycho from the very origins of the idea with Ed Gain and 
all the way through the script writing, all the way to Hitchcock filming it, which is really interesting. And even some of like uh, some of the drama that you might not know, like uh, it sort of alludes to the fact that Hitchcock stole the idea from someone else. Yeah, which I I didn't know. No. Going to learn me some shit when I listen to this. Yeah. So uh, we skim through it. And from what we hear, like it it doesn't it's not like this. It's not like what you're listening to right now. Uh, there's like, it's more of like a narration from what I could tell. Uh, there's, there's sound effects. There's, uh, you know, a little bit of dialogue here and there, but at the same time, it's just sort of walking you through, uh, this, this rich history of this movie that is, you know, iconic in so many different ways that admittedly, I probably don't know enough about, and I should as like a horror, a horror fan and horror, you know, uh, appreciator in general. Yeah. And, uh, you know, very timely on us for doing it this episode because you're going to be able to get access to the first two episodes on March 24th. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's total that's accidental on our part. A couple days, right? Yeah, it's going to be on <laughs> Friday, I believe. Yeah, that's that's really, really cool. So I recommend, uh, based on what I've heard so far, to check it out. Uh, I don't. Does it say how many episodes there are in total? Uh, six, I believe, is going to be the total. Okay. So uh, a nice little compact short season. Yeah. Um, that's fun. And from the sound of it, like, I think it would be cool if uh, this team would maybe focus on other movies after this one. Like, I think there's like whenever the Pet Cemetery documentary yes. came out, people were really, really interested in that. So I think there's if you have the resources and the time to do the digging, uh, a la like we do on Fright Logic. Uh, wink, wink. Um, but with something that's so much more like historically rich, like Psycho, then yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, I think it would be cool. Each, uh, I guess, mini season we might call it, be a yeah. different movie and just really dive in. Yeah, super cool. And I, I love the fact that it's actually produced well with a lot of care. Yeah, and a lot of post kind of production. Sounds fantastic. It does. Uh, that is Inside Psycho for you psychos. That's our newsfeed. Not too shabby. Uh, we. I feel like we squeezed some clear water out of that big, big turd we had. Lipstick on a pig is what they call it. Damn. We just All put right, lipstick Sarah on Palin. a pig. Oh, God. Did you <laughs> just call her a pig? No, no. No, what she said? No, it was uh, lipstick on a pit bull or some dumb oh shit God. she said. Right. Hey, you know, she said some wacky shit. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. Whenever we get back, we're going to jump into the lake. Lake bottom. Mm, as soon as we get back after this, right now. Jacob, so as we talked about a little bit earlier, this is one of those movies that we've been at least interested in for for a very long time. So it was cool whenever uh, we learned that Shudder, the horror streaming service, uh, picked it up and we could finally watch it. It's always a happy occasion when that happens. And with foreign films, sometimes you never know. It may be one of those super challenging things to to get your eyes on. So I'm very glad that Shudder stepped in and uh, solved that problem for us. Yeah, they're doing a good. They're, they've been doing a lot of that lately, uh, especially around foreign films. So much appreciated. And it comes, like you said, from my one of my favorite, if not my favorite, part of the world for cinema up uh, from Finland. And boy, I think it immediately shows in the cinematography. Oh my god! I mean, it's it's impossible. I feel like we could easily go to Finland. Uh, just fucking pull our phones out, trip, like fall down a fucking staircase, <laughs> and the footage that we capture will be the most gorgeous footage on earth. Like, I don't think it's impossible to shoot a bad film over there. It's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, it helps out a lot when you have an insanely gorgeous landscape. Right, right. So, I mean, you bring up a good point. Like, it's not just the insanely uh, beautiful landscape. There's a lot of really uh, talented cinematography going on here. Like, it's it, yeah. it's a very good-looking film. Which is nice because it starts off, 
well, I guess backtrack just a little bit. It is, I like the way it's not quote unquote based on true events. I did really it's, like that. Uh, uh, because there, there was a, a, a murders at Lake Bottom and the movie says a lot of people came up with theories and the movie's based on some of the theories around that actual murder. So that was fun. It's like we took some true events, but we're not actually doing this bullshit. We're based on these true events. Yeah, uh, I really did appreciate that. As soon as uh, because they did the, the stereotypical like title crawl, right. you know, and I was like, oh god, based on true events. Here but we go. Like, no, no, this is just some shit that we thought you know would make sense based on some theories yeah. that we've heard, some some stories inspired us. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. My, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, but anyway, so it, it kind of kicks off in a very old school traditional uh, camp slasher kind of thing, which. Not always my biggest cup of tea, but I, I enjoyed it this time. But I've never seen it done with such a beautiful background <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, like camera work. So I was like, "All right, I'm into that." You know? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. It's um, it's it's set up kind of, uh, I guess, kind of like a slasher movie. Um, just you know, a killer in the woods type thing. But like you said, like you're not used to seeing slasher movies uh, produced with this amount of quality behind it. Um, but the thing about Lake Bottom is that it's it's really not that. Um, it's kind of like three different things that we won't go into to specifics. Um, but as soon as you think you think you have the movie figured out, like it it pivots on you and then it pivots again. Uh, so I, I appreciated that as well. Uh, without jumping ahead too too far just yet, yeah. I will say that I did appreciate the first pivot because I actually was watching with Emily. And she was like, you know, kind of asking some questions. And I was like, uh, you know, it's more of just kind of classic slasher. We're kind of going formulaically. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, I told her, I was like, it's OK. That's not a problem, you know, because they're doing it in a fun way. And then it was almost no more than a minute after I'd said that shit. It, <laughs> it did the first pivot. Formula broken. Yeah. And I was like, and she just kind of looked at me and go, I, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so that was cool right then at that particular moment, because like you said, you. You think you know what you've got, but you you really don't. Yeah. So the the premise of the movie is that uh two two dudes two girls they go out to uh the 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 scene of the actual murders that happened at Lake Bottom, uh and the two dudes they're kind of they're kind of obsessed with it like kind of like For true sure. true crime or nuts. at least that one kid is sure uh, the other I'm not really sure what his motivation yeah is. he's along for the ride if nothing kind of yeah or just trying to get something who knows <laughs> uh, either way uh they're. They have a theory, or at least the one guy has a theory that yeah. he wants to put to the test, right? So that's why he's gotten everyone out to the lake, and uh, he he wants to see if he can solve, you know, the the murderer because he's still out on the loose. Uh, it's kind of like a, a Finnish, like a Zodiac killer, kind of. Yeah, sure. Uh, just because you know it's the, these famous murderers, and they were never caught. So yeah, I, I think there's some parallels there. I mean, not not narratively. I mean, these are both true stories, obviously. Right. So it just so, so happened to work out that way. Uh, but yeah, the, the story is interesting because, and, and, and it's actually really hard to talk about without giving anything away, but it's not what it's, it's not what it says it is in the plot synopsis. Not it's even not, close. It's not how it looks in the trailer. Nope. Um, so it's really important, I guess, to know going into this one that you, you're not going to get what you thought you're going to get. Yeah, and I thought that exact same thing when I was watching, and I was like, this is going to be, A, hard to talk about because it's going to be so easy to step on a spoiler landmine, but B, I also thought it was super important to bring up all as much of that that we could because you're not getting what you were sold. Um, 
Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but it did. Just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. It did sure. become a bad thing for me because I felt like we twisted the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked about that twist. Yep. Like, ah, yeah. Then we twist again. I am definitely less stoked about this twist. I I, I agree. And it then is- we twist it again and twist it again. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking stop. Okay. Pick yeah. a plot line, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm totally with you there. Um, luckily, like I said, the, the, the movie's gorgeous. So really a, a lot of that, you know, kind of. Um, I'm not going to say it's bad movie making, but it's just really excessive, the amount of uh, of twists and turns that are in there. It's not needed because you had a good thing right. going. I've, I've never seen so many endings in my entire life. Right. I'm like, this is the end. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> well, that's definitely the, oh, that's not the end either? Well, fuck me. Okay. No, that's not the I don't know what's happening now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. It's wild, to say the least. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, strip all that away. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy watching the movie? It's one of those weird ones where I didn't really enjoy the last uh, 10 minutes or so because I'm frustrated now. I'm ready for it to end. But all up until that point, even with the excessive twisting, I, it was one of those I didn't hate. Uh, it was it was fun. I, I feel like it's a good uh, to watch, kind of put on the watch list. Yeah. But uh, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to blow anybody away. I mean, if you're a subscriber on Shutter already, thing, right? watch the movie. You know? uh, yeah, I think it's one that you could easily talk about, right? You could sit there and discuss it with your friends and be like, oh, what about this? What about that? Because honestly, I don't think the end made a lot of sense. I, I think they left a lot of loose ends open, didn't tidy up some things that needed to be tidied. I have a lot of questions about well, this. Well, that's the thing, especially whenever you're working on, whenever you open up the movie saying that you have these, this is a story based on these theories, right? Right. Well, you're not really, you're not really saying anything. Like you're, you're, <laughs> you're doing a lot of stuff, but like you're not really making like a, a proclamation or like sure. anything like that. Like you, we're not really getting any closure here. Right. My problems exist within the film itself. Like the story they chose to tell. Yeah. Or, Sometimes lack thereof. Sure, sure. Uh, there's some loose ends that they didn't. I don't know if it's intentional or not. That's I guess that's my problem with it is I don't sure. know the intention of it. And if you have to ask, then yeah, <laughs> right, mean, right, yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think about the acting though? Oh, I mean, I, look, I, I think it's kind of tough anytime you've got a foreign film to really gauge sure. the acting, just because I don't understand the the dialect, I don't understand the deliveries, I don't, I don't get all of that. Uh, but it seemed to me really good. I mean. I had no problems anyway. Like it's it's definitely better than what you would see in an American slasher, like mm. by a thousand percent. Shots fired. I'm just saying. Listen to it. So what did you feel then overall? Because I thought that was good. The sound design I thought was good. So that was one of my favorite things actually yep. was that the the sound design and the soundtrack. We get a little um, not formulaic, but just generic, I guess. Okay. Uh, in some of the chase scenes that are going on, like the Japanese taiko drums, a dum 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 like just the g- yeah. generic shit. I've got a slight problem with the chase scenes. Yeah, so I agree with you there. Um, but there's some other spots, like it has like a, a theme, right? Like sure. that I think sounds really cool. And there's, you know, it's a little bit synthy, but not really. Right. So, so I, I mean, I really like the music that was in there, other than the stuff that happens in the chase scenes. Uh, and, and like you said, the sound design, the effects, uh, there's, there's some gore in here and it looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, yes. There, there's a lot visually. It is a very impressive movie uh, from just a production value in general, visually and audibly very impressive. I, I'm, I'm thrown off though by the chasing because there are some that are clearly like drone shots. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And then there's some really nice, like fast and the furious style shots where they're mm-hmm. coming up low beside the car as it's driving. But then there's some that are overhead, and it's clearly like this weird kind of cheap CG shit yeah, going on. Like, yeah. 
why? We, we I, I realize you spent a lot of money on those other shots, but like maybe we could have done something yeah, else. Yeah, just right cut here. those out. Yeah, that's fine. It was strange. Yeah. So I mean, did I enjoy it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. I mean, I put this along the same line as. Uh, and, and this isn't a spoiler because this isn't this isn't like a one to one comparison. But I put this more in line with like Wolf Creek. Like, okay. like if you watched Wolf Creek and you really liked it, uh, take the humor out of that from like Mick, you know? Sure. Um, and, and I think you have a very, you know, uh, a similar kind of movie on your hands. Yeah. Uh, if I say if anybody's out there saw Cold Prey. See, I've never um, seen that one. Yeah. That's a much better formulaic slasher. Also, once again, not a one to one, but you know, like it doesn't do anything new and improved. It just does slasher very well. So I think if you can just kind of enjoy how that region makes movies and they're not necessarily trying to do anything amazing, I think you could like this one as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's, a, it's worth to put on the watch list, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Shudder has a, literally has a watch list. So, you know, put it, Cue on it up, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it, mm. No? You're saying yeah, no? No, no, I, I, it does. It does. It's just one of these weird movies where I'm conflicted because I enjoy, but also there's so many problems. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like, a, it's a good, it's a, it's a, Okay, movie, I, I, I think know? I may have been too hype. Yeah, I can see that. So I, I, I didn't have the same expectations yeah. as you did. So I mean, that poster was fucking sweet. You know that little sure. teaser trailer where it's coming sure. out of the uh, or no backing into the tent. Yeah. Um, oh, dude. So Mania kind of gave me the heads up because she reviewed it back at uh, I think Scream Fest last yeah, year. What did she give? Like a five or something? I no, think. I think it was like a seven, was it, was like it a half high? six, maybe a seven, something like that. Which okay. I think is fair. No, like, just production alone is gonna is gonna pop it up on this yeah, one well, and for production sure. and acting probably. Um, so I think that's fair. Story is you know, it leaves a lot to be desired, in, <laughs> right. in, in my opinion. Uh, but it's it's a well made movie, so fuck it. All right. So I guess that's a oddly tentative thumbs up. Maybe not even tentative. Yeah. I don't know. It's a cautious. It's a fist bump. bump. All right. <laughs> I like bump. I like the fist bump aspect of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really, it's somewhere in the middle. So if you have Shutter, um, check it out now. If you don't, I guess get Shutter. It's not out right now. It's not. Uh, when is this that's coming? The thing. I don't know. I've tried. I've asked. Lord knows I've asked many times and I can't get an answer. Jesus. Uh, but like whenever we played the movie, it has the shutter branding on the beginning right. of it. So it's going to be there. It's going to be there soon. I would say this month. Okay. And that's probably the only way you're going to get it for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, streaming for sure. Like yeah. you can probably like import it on Blu-ray or some shit, but like shutter has the streaming rights to it. So this right. is it. There it is. That is our review, I guess, right? Unless you got something you want to add no, to that. I mean, I'm done. I mean, I really, really, really want to spoil that one, but we, we won't. Yeah, it's fine. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take our last break. Whenever we get back, we are going to keep this shit brisk and uh, sort of embarrass ourselves probably on a little bit of a triz. Oh, man, it's a, a not going to be good. A triz. A triz? A triz. I've Trizzles. already started embarrassing myself, so <laughs> let's get into more of that as soon as we get back after this right now. Well, let's see. Let's see how bad we can do on a uh, straight-up traditional quiz that we should should get get most of these right, but we we won't. We, we yeah, no, we've never done good with this. Apparently, some somebody some some peoples are are putting together weekly quizzes over on a uh, Dreadit. So that's fun that's for whatever reason. I can't pull up this week's, but I was able to pull up last week's, which I also haven't seen. I haven't looked at any of them. Fucking me neither. So let's but, do this. All right. Uh, looks like on my tablet, for whatever reason, the first uh, letter of each answer is 
where the click on the dot is, so I can't really, I have to like kind of figure out what the first letter is, so if there's a weird pause or I'm looking at you crazy, okay. note that I'm trying to figure out what the fuck that letter is supposed Understood. to be. Understood. Uh, 15 questions, let's see what we can fucking do here. Okay. As a team. Let's go. Number one, what falls down a sewer drain in the beginning of it? Paper boat, toy car, football, shoe, or baseball? It's a paper boat. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. I feel like anyway. we need Megan on this one. She'd fucking kill it. No, she would kill us. That's true. All right, number two. Fuck. All right. <laughs> um, here's where the embarrassment begins. Okay. I think, uh, because me and you were just talking about how we both haven't got around to watching this one yet, and we need to. So unless you actually got around to watching it, I don't know how good we're going to do. Okay. What is the name of the man who kills Francisca's mother in the beginning of the eyes of my mother. Uh, I haven't seen it now. Yeah, fuck. Maybe Charlie, we can just guess. Yeah, there's Charlie, William, Bill, Kel, Kevin, and Melton. I mean... My gut says Bill. I feel like we have to go with Bill just because of all the Bill jokes that happen on yeah, the show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go Bill. Bill. All right. I hope that's right. <laughs> Even though I feel like you always blame Kevin, but that's okay. Uh, which of the following is not... An Australian horror movie. Housebound, definitely Australian. Rogue. Yes. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Wolf Creek, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the Loved Ones. Yes. Storm Warning. Mm. So I think Storm Warning is from New Zealand, which is still like Kiwi-esque. Right. See, that's making me wonder too, because now I'm wondering if Housebound's actually Australian or if it's New Zealand. Fuck. Um, it's a trick question is what's happening here. I feel like it is. I haven't seen housebound, so I, I can't, I can't speak to that one. I have seen housebound. Everyone loves it way more than me. Apparently. Yeah. I'm going to say trick question. It's probably New Zealand and I'll go with housebound. How do you feel about that? That's fine. Um, you're not convinced. No, because I feel like that last one was New Zealand storm warning. I thought that one was too, but fuck it. What we'll, we'll find out. We, we will find out. All right. Here we go. In Blue Velvet, what does Jeffrey find in a vacant lot that makes him contact police? An ear, a dead body, a finger, a toe, or a gun? Never seen it. I don't remember. Have you, have you seen it? I feel like I've seen it. But it doesn't matter. I could have watched it last night. Nobody forgotten. <laughs> Is it a finger? I, I just said I haven't seen it. I just didn't know maybe if that would like jar something. <laughs> if I like tried to like psych you up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's a finger. finger. You didn't fall for it. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. In the fog, 1980, because we're really good with that year. God damn it. Uh, what is something that Stevie notices early on that is strange about the fog? The fog glows. The fog has a face. Starts in the middle of town each night. Has a low groan throughout the town. The fog has a bad odor. Oh, man. It's yeah. been a long, long time. Is it glow? Sure. Thanks for the yeah. vote of confidence. Definitely glows. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. This is, oh, well, this is easy. What is the name of the box puzzle in the Hellraiser series? The Lament Configuration? Yes. It, okay. I wasn't even going to let you hear the options. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Page one down. Does it give me? No, it doesn't tell me where we're at so far. Fuck. All right. What nationality is the stranger being investigated in the whaling? Japanese, Korean, Chinese, Filipino, American. 
He's Japanese. He's the, he's the Jap. They call he him the Jap. The Jap. Yeah. yeah. Click the Jap. There he goes. All right. Which horror movie was not the directorial debut of its director? Uh, Bad Taste, Get Out, Nightbreed, Bone Tomahawk, or The Witch? So The Witch definitely was. So was Get Out. The, it's so got to be Nightbreed, right? That wasn't Barker's directorial debut. Debut. Maybe. Who, there's no way. Who did Bone Tomahawk? Uh, Krigler, some some crazy. Oh, shit. Oh, Craig, what is some okay, some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. That was his debut. Okay, and Bad Taste. I don't remember Bad Taste. I don't know what that is. You really think it's Nightbreed? I think it's Nightbreed. What would he have done before then? A gazillion other things. <laughs> He's so specific. I'm going to go with you on this one. <laughs> that was way, way too flashy and produced for that. I mean, yeah, that was pretty produced. Not the same way. This okay. was like a fucking uh, different. This was like a fuck. <laughs> yeah, this was a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which of the falling horror villains has never been to space? I really <laughs> like this question a lot. <laughs> All right. Chucky, Jason Voorhees, The Thing, Leprechaun, Xenomorph. Well, Xenomorph, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the thing came from space, so obviously Voorhees, who could forget? Sure. Um, so we're down to Chucky and Leprechaun. I mean, it's definitely Chucky. It's got to be Chucky, right? Yeah. I don't remember Leprechaun in space. I think but, that's one of the latest ones. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which movie in... Oh, I'm glad you watched at least one of these. Which movie in the Jaws franchise included hey. the shark being electrocuted to death? I got you on this one. It's Jaws 2. Okay. I didn't, I didn't watch that one. Right. So. One of the most ridiculous endings, I think, ever to anything. <laughs> the, the shark, like, flies out of the water, basically. Spoilers! Holding spoilers! a big fucking electrical thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's a dumb movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Now I'm not ever going to watch it. Don't ever watch it. Some people love that one. Like, Harrison Smith loves that movie. Yeah, Contrarian. I don't understand. Under- <laughs> contrarian. <laughs> Fuck, we didn't watch this one either, I don't think. In Pet. 2016. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, that's Dominic Monaghan's movie. Where does Seth first see Holly? At a bar? At the diner she works at? At a friend's house? On a bus? Adopting a dog from the shelter he works at? I feel like, given that it's pet. Right. But that might be a setup. See, that's the thing. I, I, I've seen like a trailer where yeah, it, I mean, it kind of goes he through the order. keeps her in a cage and shit. I think he actually does see her at the shelter, then follows her to the diner, yeah. and then so forth, so forth, and she gets freaked out until he actually abducts her. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Don't lead us wrong, trailer. All right. Page three. Which of the following horror movies is not part of the Criterion Collection? I'm not good at this. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Omen, Eraserhead, Antichrist, Rosemary's Baby, The Phantom Carriage. The Antichrist doesn't seem like a Criterion Collection kind of movie. Sure. I mean, like, just... I don't know. Cock smashing? Nor do I really care about this one. Making friends. Yeah. Making friends. In Grabbers 2012, what prevents the creatures from attacking humans? Perfume, fire, having a cold, being drunk, being a virgin. Isn't that, like... Irish or something like that in Grabbers. I haven't seen that one either. I'm going to go with being drunk just based on that. There we go. It's my people's. That's fucked up if so. It's a little racist if it is. (laughs) It's a good question for March. 
Which of the following movies does not involve killer robots? Hardware, Shopping Mall, They Live, Terminator, Death Machine. It's got to be They Live, right? Terminator. No, it does not involve I'm killer robots. I was, like, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, probably. So that's where he's got the glasses. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our, our boy, Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. All right, number four. Well, on this page, number four. How many survivors are there from the original group in Dawn of the Dead, 1978? Two, three, four, one. That's a, why, why would you put it out of order like that? Just to fuck with me? Uh, um, I don't I'm going to say three. Dawn. Dawn of the Dead. I can't remember. Gut says three. All right, I'll go with three. I like three. Three is a good number. And here we go. Which of the following movies is about a <laughs> which of the movies is following movies is about a haunted submarine? Below, what lies beneath? Crimson <laughs> Tide, K nineteen, U five seven one. Which is or isn't? Is <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, U five seven one has McConaughey <gasps> and shit in it, so not that. Crimson Tide is the one with um, uh, Denzel. Yeah. So not it. What, what lies, lies beneath, beneath is Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I want to say I've seen this shitty movie, and I want to say it's K-19. Okay, sure, K-19. Because I'm pretty sure Below is something completely different. Or is it Below? Fuck. No, K-19, that's what you got. Gut. Right, go, with gut. gut. go with the gut. Can't change it. Somebody's just yelling right now. You fool! I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. You don't think anybody's seen it? <laughs> no one. No one's still listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which of the following horror movies does not take place around Christmas? Oh, we, we, we got this, right? Uh, Krampus, Silent Night, Gremlins, Critters, Black Christmas. Critters. Yeah, yeah. gotta be right. Fuck. Press the button. All right. Which of the following horror movies was not nominated for the best picture at the Oscars? Wait a second. Were any pictures nominated? <laughs> I'm confused now. Uh, Misery, Jaws, The Exorcist, The Sixth Sense. Wow. Exorcist. I would say Exorcist. Yeah. That's too extreme for the time. Yeah. I just learned me something that any of them had ever been nominated. All right. Why do Nada and Frank get in a fist fight and they live? Oh, sh- fuck me, dude. I, Who? I, Nada. Who the fuck is that? Somebody from They Live that lets you know how often we watch that movie. God damn, no. I can't tell you anything about it. All right. Well, here's our guess. Okay. <laughs> Frank won't give Nada money. Frank won't put on the sunglasses. Nada wants Frank to quit his job. Frank thinks Nada is going to hurt his family. Nada's mind is being controlled. I mean, yeah, his mind is being controlled. I think it's he won't put the sunglasses on. Yeah, he won't put his sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be so mad if it's in the being controlled. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Which of the following... How is- many more are there? Oh, we're almost done, man. We're almost done. Which of the following was... <laughs> Was filmed from the POV of the killer. Easy. Maniac 2012. Maniac. <laughs> Razor and Henry Creep. Maniac 1980. Maniac 2012. <laughs> and this should. Okay. And then the last one, since it got thrown out of order, was uh, Paper Boat. Okay. Okay. All right. You ready to see what's happening? Yes. Do you feel good? 80th percentile. <laughs> All right. Here we go. 
Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It's better than we probably thought originally. 88th percentile. Uh, it's not that, though. God damn it. 65%. We got... Uh, <sighs> hold on. Let me close out that and see what we got. 13 out of 20. Okay. So that's more than... I mean, we're, we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh... <laughs> what do we miss? <laughs> Let's see if it'll show me. Oh, you're going to be one of those dick quizzes that won't show me? You got to show me what I missed. Collusion. Collusion. No, I know it won't show me because it just wants me to be in a... That's okay. I think we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually don't know because we just... That's true. Just fucking guessing. We're just guessing shit. That was sort of actually fun. That was okay. That was okay. I wish we would have ne- really known uh, what the answers were. So if you guys know, uh, if we missed one blatantly, then uh, you know, just let us know. Oh, I promise Keep us informed. Yeah, yeah. I, there was some 1980 questions we certainly missed. Absolutely. Well, that was uh, episode 97 of the Modern Horrors podcast. Is it 97? Yes. 97. I've been questioning you this whole episode. Motherfucker, look it up. I, I, technology? What is this shit? Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up right now. I'll look so it up. I can put it in your fucking face. Hey. hey. 96 was swole, shirtless, sexy Jesus. <laughs> Just saying. Now, look, in my defense, there have been multiple occasions where this episode number has not been correct. So thank you all very much for joining us. It was a lackluster week, to say the least, but we will be back next week with a doozy of a show, I promise. So until then, thank you. We love you. We are out of here.